And the Detroit Lions are in first place. I don't think I'm not and, sure you realize that because I do realize that the entire, entire NFC North lost this weekend, which is the perfect scenario for for the Lions to remain in first place after a a, a weird opening day against the San Francisco 49ers at Ford Field. Uh, very not surprisingly. <laughs> Uh, kind of a blowout for most of the game. The Lions did make a valiant fake comeback or faux comeback is how some uh, some are referring to it. Really? I mean, it was kind of unbelievable. It like, was... I, I had Red Zone on, and it went to that game, and Charlie and I were watching it, and I'm like, holy shit, they may pull this off. They were down at one point, 38 to 10. They with two minutes to go. Well, they were down 41 to 17. Oh, yeah. With two, with minutes two minutes to minutes go. go. That's right. Scored two touchdowns in that two minutes and had a chance to score a third touchdown. They, they scored two touchdowns, got two two point conversions. They got an onside kick. They got a fumble recovery. They I had believe... the ball in position yes. to score again with 25 seconds left. And they turned the ball over on downs, unfortunately. So, I mean, it. it it was miracle of all miracles. They were even that close. So that's why I'm calling it. A, and many are calling it a faux comeback. It really didn't have a chance to win, but it, it's kind of cool that they showed, showed some heart, uh, showed some fighting spirit, but w- whatever they should, they're professionals. So yeah, 16 it's, points in like a minute and 10 seconds or something crazy yeah, like that. Crazy. It, and it, and it, it had the ball not... again. That's yeah. Like, so San Francisco has some shit to work on. Um, <laughs> that is for sure. They need to, <laughs> They should, you got to clean up the end of the game there, boys. I guess the some bright spots, uh, the number one bright spot I talked about in the previous LDP, number 15 last week, uh, Penny Sewell started at left tackle. He ended up being the youngest left tackle starting in the NFL since 1970. Uh, and he happened to be going against Nick Bosa most of the game, which is a tall fucking task. And he lived up to the challenge. He's, uh, I saw he was rated pro football talk, pro football, what's that called? Pro football focus. I forget what they're called. They were, he was the top rated rookie tackle of the week. And that's, you know, it's pretty impressive going against Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa was even impressed with Penny Sewell's performance as he had to comment about him in the, in the post game conference. Um, Penny Sewell is only playing left tackle because former Ohio State grad Taylor Decker uh, fucked up his hand. I believe he's out for a month, but you and I were wondering, you know, what what lineman takes himself out of the lineup because of a hand injury or finger injury is how it was being reported last Friday. I guess it's a hand injury. I'm not really sure. 
Um, it just seems strange, but in a way it, it turned out being a blessing in disguise because it forced the Lions to move Penny Sewell back to his natural left tackle position instead of trying to shoehorn him, shoehorn him into a right tackle position, which he was clearly struggling at in the, in the preseason. And <laughs> I think this is going to work out well because it's showing everyone that he is a potential world-class left tackle and he should not be, be moved around. Taylor Decker can find a way to make right tackle work and we'll, we'll be good to go going forward. So that, that was a, a bright spot for the lions at least. Um, Jared Goff debuted with the lions looked fine. I, you know, nothing, nothing great, nothing terrible, pretty much like what I expected. Uh, did a lot of things that reminded not certainly not to the the level of Matt Stafford, but similar things where they would be down most of the game and lead a furious comeback that would end up being futile. Uh, I've seen that many times with Matt Stafford, although you've seen him win uh, his fair share of comebacks as well. well. We'll get to Matt in a little bit as we get to our Bears segment, but so I, I'd give I'd, I wouldn't call Goff necessarily a positive, but I wouldn't call him a negative either. What I would call a negative is the Lions' number three pick overall last year, Jeff Akuda. Uh, he was at one point getting yelled at by his coaches, "Do your fucking job!" Over and over again, you could see, you could read lips rather clearly what was happening. Uh, very disappointing rookie year last year. There was some hope that he could turn that around this year. He's not doing much to give give uh, credence to that hope and then ended up rupturing his Achilles and is now out for the season. So any progress he may or may not have been making this year is out the window, which pushes that potential progress to next year, you know, one year closer to him being out of his rookie contract and one more year closer to being out of Detroit. So it's just kind of a brutal scenario you get a number three pick overall there's some controversy with picking akuda i was not necessarily against it um since they certainly needed a cornerback at the time and he was universally acclaimed as the best cornerback on the market in that draft the the strange thing is cornerbacks don't usually go as high as number three so if the the alliance could have had other positions of need it may have been a better choice and it's looking to be I'm hesitant to use the word bust, but we are definitely trending in that direction. I mean, it's only his second year. We're now going to move to his third year. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's got a lot of fucking progress to make in year three next year. So we'll see. Um, I, one other positive I forgot to bring up uh, with the Lions is the running game. Uh, actually, they look like they could run the ball. Yeah, they, 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 they definitely did. Yeah, I know. I noticed that, too. I was like, oh, who, when did where did this show? When did this happen? But yeah, the offensive line that can happen. Well, that's what's that's I think the main thing. Uh, Swift and Williams uh, combined for four point eight yards of carry. They that is had- that is very good. Yeah, that's getting it done against a, against a good defense. So I think I think you're right. I think it's all chalked up to the the performance of the offensive line, which is the whole the whole strategy behind this new regime is to build that line. And Penny Sewell's already living up to it, and hopefully they can keep doing this. Uh, there's there's some positives. Um, again, you know, being a Lions fan, I'm not pe- not picking, uh, not expecting much out of the season. Just to see some progress with the new regime. Uh, 
the big thing on the horizon is Monday Night Football next week. For some reason, ESPN and ABC or whoever put it in there. Their, their wisdom to put the Lions on Monday Night Football next week against the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. Well, someone has to win in the NFC North next yeah, week. Yeah, someone will be in in low. Well, maybe not sole possession, but yeah, there's gonna be it's gonna be a shakeup in the standings of the NFC North. Right now, the Lions are a ten point underdog, which is understandable. There is a ray of hope, though. I don't know if you saw how badly the Green Bay Packers were trounced by the yeah. New Orleans Saints. Uh, basically, a completely uninter- uninterested uh, Aaron Rodgers looked like he could give a shit about anything. Um, it was it was kind of weird. Like he like they asked him if that was an embarrassing performance, or maybe maybe Mike, uh, whoever the coach is, said it was embarrassing. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers like, no, he can call it embarrassing. He's just, he was like half asleep. He doesn't really care. So he's had a weird off season where he almost retired. You wonder, you're starting to question his, you know, commitment to football. I think his real commitment question is uh, to the Green Bay Packers who have continually, continuously screwed him over by not surrounding him with any weapons or things to help them win now. In fact, they drafted a, his replacement in quarterback uh, love what's his name, but so that's the Lions hope is that uh, maybe, maybe Aaron Rodgers is, is doing what he can to get forced out of green Bay. Could he be, you know, trying to force a trade or force him to be cut? Um, I don't know. It's a weird scenario where he could, he could look at Monday night football the, the stage unto himself uh, against the Lions, an embarrassing loss at home to the Lions on Monday Night Football might force the Packers' hand if that is indeed <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' mo. If that's his plan to get to get the fuck out of there, maybe I, he'll I think, just throw it. Yeah, I think an I think an O and two start is gonna really talk, uh, really yeah, really push that forward. And I agree with you a hundred percent. I. I don't, I still think he does not like, um, I can't think of their head coach's name. I don't think he likes them. He never did. No. And, and it still seems like they tried to say last year that they were like on the same page now. I don't think they are. I no. think they just dislike each other. Well, scoring three points against, against the saints. And I mean, not, to it, mention not, them. not even, you know, they're out of the dome. So they're at a disadvantage. I mean, that was a lot of the talk, how the saints because of the hurricane kind of got screwed in a way by moving that game to Jacksonville because they weren't uh, they weren't in the dome. Right. Granted, Jacksonville is an artificial surface, so they were still able to play their speed game. But it's like, an artificial. Sur- I didn't even. I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen a game. I can't remember the last Jacksonville game I watched. I didn't yeah, realize so, that was, wasn't grass. Yeah. So they they uh, they they were they were able to you know take care of business there. Obviously, they didn't have to like change their game plan tremendously, but like they just moved up and down at will on them. And, and, you know, Jameis Winston looked uh, like a great a starter for anyone who has him in fantasy. I'll tell you that he was on my bench in our fantasy league. Unfortunately, my Oh, and one, I changed my team name to the surrender Cobras already. So a harbinger of things to come, I think, but uh, that's all I've got for the lions. <laughs>